It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Let's talk about the trades. Let's get to that. Let's let's focus specifically on the Yankees because I honestly think being in the position the Yankees are in right now, that could favor Yankee fans in getting what they want, right? I think I think Yankee fans want Cody Bellinger. They want one of the top five starters that could be had at this market. When you're at 53 and 48, last place in the division, looking outside at the wild card spot, Cashman's got to feel some discomfort with that. And that's what you want at the trade deadline. You want to feel like we have some serious holes we need to fill. I don't feel comfortable with where we're at. We have to improve. If you guys were where the Blue Jays are at 57 and 46, they may say, we got Judge coming back. Everything's going to – Rodon will get into shape. Everything's going to be fine. But I don't think you can be – I don't think Cashman can sit there like that right now. So with that sort of motivation behind Cashman and that front office and that ownership, what do you expect the Yankees to do at the trade deadline? Are they going to get the deals done that make sense, or is Cashman going to come up short? Um. What I would like for them to do is pounce on this Pittsburgh Pirates news. They just put Bed- David Bednar mm-hmm. and Mitch Keller on the market. There, yes. goes your, there goes your closer that we need, and there goes another starter we could plug in number three, add depth to the rotation. Okay, I would be all over that if I were them. Um, I don't know if they where they will be. I, I have a feeling they're going to wind up with Lucas Giolito, and maybe if they get a Cody Bellinger, which is probably likely, maybe they can add somebody like Mark Leiter, who's a reliever there. With another controllable year, they can add to the bullpen. Cashman does a good job of adding uh, relievers with controllable years. I'll give him that. So, and he's done that quite often. But you know, if I'm them, I would be all over that Pirates move. I think it's the best move mm-hmm. for them right now. Mm-hmm. And then they can go get Bellinger if they want to get Bellinger. But yeah. if you can get Bednar and Mitch Keller, it's going to cost a bunch. But they're both under control until 2026. That's exactly what we need right now: consistency in the, ro- yeah. in the bullpen and the rotation. Right. Right. Um, left field wise, you know what I love a, a guy like Brandon Donovan or something like that from the Cardinals. Sure, but he's going to cost the hall. What I right. love Soto. Soto to me is is the is the, the star get right, and then you take it to the more realistic approach, which is probably the Cody Bellinger. And if you want to go on the cheap, which we don't know what they're going to do, then you get a Randall Grichuk there from the Rock from the Rockies who kills lefties. Mm-hmm. He would be the best Yankee outfielder against lefties as soon as he walked through the door. So. And that I could see, I could see all three scenarios. The least likely of which being Soto. But if you're going to go for Soto, then mm-hmm. you have to go for Snell. You got to, you have to go for the whole Gusto, not just the Gus. You got to go for the toe also, Gusto. Right. If you do that, so. And would I be shocked if he did it? No, I'd be surprised mm-hmm. he's not shocked. But yeah. to me, the most intelligent move for them right now will be making calling the Pirates GM, okay, and then trying to make a trade with either the White Sox and the Rockies. You know, they said they want to upgrade a catcher. Maybe you can do Gritchuk mm-hmm. and Eli Diaz. That's a gettable. That's a doable package trade. You can upgrade a catcher, which they've said they wanted to do. Instead of paying $20 million here for Salvador Perez for the next four years, um, that to me is a more intelligent move. And again, you can make two pretty good trades. Yeah. You can trade with the Rockies and trade with the Pirates and get what you need. So I'm going to, here's what I'm going to, you, you, you've given a lot of, what they could do, what they should do, a lot of scenarios. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire here. Let's go. Give me give me a player, and I'll do the same thing. I, I you give me a player that, and and I'll give you a player. Give me a player that the Yankees will unequivocally will get at the deadline. Cody Bellinger. I'm with you. I have the same. I, I give you the same name. I think. I think Cody Cody Bellinger has to happen. Yeah. It, it, it's it's the it's the one that has to happen. He has to make it happen. I also like. Now I heard that you guys wanted to upgrade a catcher, and yeah. then I heard that, that then I also heard that that maybe maybe got pulled back. I don't know. Yasmani Grandal could probably be had for nothing, and Yasmani Grandal is a on base guy. He'll strike out, but he also can get on base. He can play first base if you need. Um, I think that Yasmani Grandal is somebody that could be an under-the-radar, maybe an afterthought situation, but you lost Trevino, right? Trevino is out, so I, I know you've got other options with IKF and Rorvit, but I don't know. Yasmani Grandal kind of seems interesting as a potential Yankees pick. Is he a switch hitter? Yes. He's a switch hitter, right? So, I mean, again, that's adding variety to. Yeah. Because honestly, in my opinion, I think Trevino and Higashoka are both backups. Right. right? We just don't have. Yes. Starter. That's why, you know, if you can, I mean, if you could package a ground, if you could add it to a Giolito. So, I I could, I could see that happening. I think they're going to wind up with Giolito and Cody Bellinger. So, what else? That would be big. That's, that's what, that's what Cashman needs to be thinking. At least. Um, at least, at least, I think you need to add. Everybody needs to add bullpen. They need to add bullpen. We'll we'll see what they get. Let's let's take this thought to the American League East and what we think the rest of the AL East is going to do. Baltimore is out saying that they are going to have a measured approach, and we already maybe saw a, a taste of that with the Fujinami trade last week, sort of an under the radar addition. Didn't have to give anything up, and he's a long shot to 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 stick and and really hit with the team. Not hit, but you know, succeed with the team. Do you think Baltimore is just playing misdirection games, or do you think they could actually do something this trade deadline? Because pitching is has to be project number one. They don't have an ace. They have guys that can step up, but they don't have an ace. Do you see Baltimore going out and getting getting anything done? I could see him getting Marcus Stroman. It'd be huge. Yeah, I mean, if they can't get Cease, you get Stroman. That, they mm -hmm. need a pitcher at that caliber right now mm -hmm. to stay where they're at. Yeah, and not fall backwards. So, um, I initially projected Stroman to the Indians, but now they've gotten <laughs> Thor. Yeah. I mean, Guardians. Excuse me. Right. Uh, I can't see that happening. So I could see Stroman to the Orioles because I do think they'll make a a, a, a really bold trade. And I could see a, that happening. A, a player that's familiar with the ALE should be yeah. should be the target. Strowman yeah. or Montgomery. Montgomery yeah. would be perfect. It, especially you have a series between the Yankees and the Orioles. Late, you got a pennant race going on, and Montgomery has an opportunity to stick it to his old team. I think he would love to do that. Oh man, yes. I think he would I think he would love to do that. What about Tampa? Tampa needs starting pitching. They've been linked to Lance Lynn. I it felt like Bob Nightingale was getting ready to, to, to give us the trade earlier today because yeah. a lot of times you'll see Heyman or Nightingale or Rosenthal will, will tweet out that a team is in heavy negotiations with this other team for this player. 
they'll tweet that five minutes before the actual tweet that the deal's been done, that we didn't get the second half of that playbook run. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if a Lance Lynn trade fell apart because other teams stepped up or what, but you see Tampa being aggressive. They cannot trade away significant prospects for short-term assets right now because it just doesn't fit. They're not, they don't win that way. Exactly. I think Tampa's going to go heavy on bullpen. Maybe they can they can pull off a Lance Lynn deal because Lance Lynn doesn't cost them much. Mm-hmm. But I think that they go heavy bullpen because as it is right now, you have a series with McClanahan, Glass, now Eflin, and Bradley. There's your four. And if you need a bullpen day, what better way to do that than to have traded for two more bullpen pieces at the deadline? Yep. Do you see Tampa... You see Tampa actually landing a starter. Either Lance Lynn or sticking it to the Yankees and getting Jordan Montgomery. It might cost him a lot. I think Montgomery's going to cost him. I think the Cardinals are going to hold the fact that they can qualify, give the qualifying offer uh, to Montgomery. I think they're going to hold that over everybody. And because of that, they're going to ask for like top level prospects back. They could. And Tampa will probably offer Vidal Brujan which could be electrifying for, mm-hmm. for, for, for the right team. But I don't think that that's going to get it done for Montgomery. It might get it done for Lance Lynn, but I don't think that'd get it done for Montgomery. Well, that's true. Cause generally if you're going to trade uh, for a player, we get a qualifying offer. The trade has to, at, at the very least match the value of a qualifying offer. But right. Get. So, um, I, mean, I could see it happening. Um, Lance Lynn's probably the most likely to the raise. I still see them adding a pitcher one way or the other. Right. Probably Lance Lynn can give them some innings. Yeah, um, he's a little bit a little in the price settings. He's about nineteen million on his contract. So, um, but I could still see them doing that. And again, like you said too, he would cost less than Montgomery would. Yeah, and we wouldn't have to fork up top, top, top talent. So, yeah, um, I could Lance Lynn into the race. And what do you think? What do you think, Toronto? With everything we're hearing, there's there's this talk about pitching. I don't know how they can trade for a starter. Under the current situation, again, when Ryu comes back, they'll have six. If they trade for another starter, they'll have seven. You can't move Kikuchi and Manoa to the bullpen. So I don't think they do starting pitching. They Hennessy Cabrera is already done. They got that deal yep. uh, in, in the books. There may be more bullpen pieces. I think they go heavy on the bullpen. And if there is a savvy low cost depth move to be had let's say jerks and profars value does not really materialize it and you can get him for your 35th prospect then i think toronto may go for somebody like a jerks and profar but i i honestly think toronto blue jay fans may be disappointed with how this deadline goes because i don't think they get a headline name what do you think well, I was going to say pro far too, because it would add some versatility to that offense. Yeah. And I also see them getting somebody like a Joe Kelly for the bullpen um, sure. rather than a Liam Hendricks. I think a Joe Kelly's playoff tested familiar mm-hmm. with the AL East. You know, these guys have the same type of qualities that, that Montgomery had or some of these other folks had. So I think he would add some bulldog to that yeah. bullpen too. So I, I could see a Joe Kelly heading over up north there um, and, and, and a pro far. Those yeah. two will be under the radar, but probably pretty damn good moves. Yeah. Just, Last one, Boston. What do you think they do? I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do much. I th- honestly, I, I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna trace Cassis and some of these other folks. They yeah. might add a back end of the rotation guy, maybe a reliever too. Could I see them getting a Jordan Hicks? Maybe. 
Um, and mm-hmm. uh, from, from St. Louis, I could see that. Sure. And I could see a, I don't know. I, I can't see a Blake Snell or something like that coming back over here. No. Nope. Maybe a, you know, a back end of the rotation type of guy, but a Jordan Hicks, I think they're going to be unwilling to trade the piece that they need to trade so that they would need to right. trade name. And they've got pieces coming back, coming yeah. off the IL at the right time. Trevor Story coming back. It looks like Chris Sale is working his way back. So you're going to have guys coming back. They may be able to convince themselves that they don't need to make a major move True. because of these other pieces that are coming back. Well, n- no matter what happens, uh, we know it's going to be interesting. And this is this division with everybody above 500 is the most competitive division in baseball. I know the NL West wants to make a claim with the Dodgers, Giants, the D-backs, and the Padres, but you have Colorado stinking up the joint. I know the NL East wants to make a claim, but you've got the Mets and the Nats stinking up the joint. It is the American League East. It is the toughest division in baseball right now. All five teams are going to finish above 500. 